Welcome, you're at OTR, Over the Rainbow, Achieving Mental Health for Real. This show is about real people battling real mental issues, and also experts with tips to help in the battle. If you want to know more, please check out my trailer. So, if you are serious about battling issues stay tuned. My name is Mary and I will be telling you about the shows, and what Bob wants to say about them. Bob's intro on today's episode follows. Here is an oldie episode that I clean up a little. It talks about my battle with ADHD and OCD. This was my sixth episode. People seem to like my solo shows, so here is a revamped version of the show. I end it with a song from my favorite artist NF. He sings about mental health, and I can really relate to him. The song is Leave Me Alone where he sings about his battle with depression and OCD. Check it out at the end. Enjoy. I hope you guys enjoyed the episodes up to now. Uh, one of the episodes was about beating major depression anxiety. Um, that was an episode that is near and dear to my heart since it, it seemed like the end of my life. No one was there to tell me that, oh yeah, this will go away. I thought I was just going to be wrapped up and thrown into a mental hospital forever. So it was a horrible time for me. But with the medication, doing good, better than usual. But what I wanted to talk about today is some really serious subjects, OCD, ADHD, and ADD. If you don't mind, I'll start with ADD. Um, ADD is real. A lot of people want to kind of think that, oh, there's an excuse. He's lazy. He doesn't like doing things. He, he's rude and he doesn't fit in. Well, ADD can lead you to a lot of those things. It doesn't have to. But for me, it did. The household I grew up in was not very receptive to my issue. And as far back as I could remember, I was ADD. Uh, let me try to explain that. I can understand very complex things. But the simplest thing that you explained to me, I might not understand. Because I'm not interested my brain is sort of on emergency power. What it does is it, it just compensates for your problem by only letting the information that you think is vital to you to get in. That's why I was so successful at work and not at relationships because I don't think I was ever... I think the ADD allowed me to think a little too much. And the OCD with ADD is a very dangerous combination because not only do you think too much, but then you dwell on little things. But OCD is so much more, and I'll get to that in a minute, but I just wanted to say to everybody out there that might have ADD, I, everyone I talk to says... Well, yeah, I have it too. Did you get tested? If you get tested, 
and you show symptoms of it, yes, then you have it. If you just say you have it, you don't have it. ADD is, I said this in the show with uh, Gigi Langer, uh, 50 Ways to Stop Worrying. I said, if I had uh, someone come and say, what do you want to get rid of first of all your problems? Depression and anxiety and OCD and dyslexia. One thing I would say is ADD, ADHD. I want to get rid of that because what that does is it sets you up for failure. Um, especially if you're a sensitive person, which I am, and especially if you have a broken family which I did, and a bully, for two bullies for brothers and my father also. I don't blame, I don't blame anyone. I understand now that it can be irritating to put up with a person with ADD. They say people just burn out on it. Uh, people you, you have relationships just burn out because they can't deal with it anymore. And you know what? Because it gets me in a lot of trouble. Uh, you know, combine that with the dyslexia. I mean, I, ha I have to write documents at work. And even today, the situation came up where, oh, well, my punctuation wasn't good. So they threw it back at me, you know, and said, you know, it's, it's not good enough. Make, you know, fix it. Make it better. Um, I live in fear. I'm in fear of being found out. Somebody's going to find out that I can't function like a normal person. <laughs> I mean, when you're a smart person living in a dumb brain. <laughs> it, it, it's hurtful. It's terrible. Ask anybody with ADHD. People that really have it. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to put out a link. A person who really expressed it very well. It's like a 17 minute video. I'm going to put that on my, um, Twitter site, or I'll put it right in this episode links, probably better, or both. But he talks about people yell at him to pay attention. How could you be so stupid if you're so smart? Einstein only compensated for it, I think, because he was just so brilliant that people didn't care. Or maybe he didn't care. I don't know which. Or maybe he didn't have two brothers that bullied him. I'm not using it as an excuse. I cannot be comfortable with people that I know 
will attack me if I make a mistake. I make a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of mistakes. And little ones. And I know it. And it hurts my self-confidence. And I think there's people out there. I know there's people out there that have the same issue. And what am I doing about it, you ask? Well, I tried getting some medicine from my new psychiatrist, who actually is good. He, he put me on the medicine that really helps. But he doesn't want me to go on more medicine. And he, he doesn't know for a fact that I have ADHD because, you know, he's relatively new. He, hasn't, he said I'd have to take a $2,000 test to see if I had ADHD. And, hey, guess what? I don't have $2,000, so... It's going to be difficult <laughs> to take that test. But, I mean, it's overwhelming. I mean, life itself is hard, but live it, live it as an ADHD person, and it's beyond hard. A disease that is relentless never leaves you alone. If I go into a shopping mall or grocery store or an airport, especially an airport, my mind goes blank. It shuts down. The ADHD is just saying, hey, <laughs> I can't process this. It's just too much. And so I suffer. A lot. Because people don't get it. People listening to this now probably will say, well, he's just, you know, a big baby and uh, he's making excuses. And, and to everybody out there that has ADHD, I'm sorry. I hope you can find medicine. I couldn't. I took six or seven medicines, every single one of them within a week made me so fucking crazy. And I, I mean, I was coming out of my skin. I couldn't handle it. it was, I felt so weird. And I never had that with other medicines, just ADHD medicines. But I'm going to try again. I'm going to try to convince my psychiatrist to help me. Because I need help in this area. It's gotten so bad that, I don't know, it may be at this point crippling in the sense that I may not be able to hold on to jobs. That's what I'm afraid of. Um, <laughs> I can't explain it to people that don't have it. I can't process things and it's, it's a curse when you're intelligent as well. Um, maybe worse if you're not intelligent. In the video I have that I'm putting out, he talks about 
people with ADHD were necessary when we were hunters and gatherers because we hear everything that other people might not. We hear things that surround us. Like when I go into my office, all I hear is chatter or the laughter. That's why I listen to audio books and I use the uh, speak aloud on Word and also on the browsers I use. I let I let people read to me. I let technology read to me because I, if I read an article, I just can't understand it and I can't remember they'll mention a name on it you know two seconds later I don't know who they're talking about just yesterday I had to take something to uh, what I thought was a post office but because of my ADHD I didn't look inside and turned out to be UPS not USPS whatever they call themselves so, I was just livid that I had to do this. I had to find the UPS store. I went around in circles, even with my GPS. It kept sending me around in circles, and I was in a lost loop. And I just yelled and screamed, I guess, to God, So, I guess what I'm trying to say in this episode is people don't understand what ADHD is and how horrible it is. And even the people that have it don't understand. And if you think you have it, get tested, please. Maybe a medication could work for you. That didn't work for me. Maybe you could find something that makes it better. Because it doesn't get better with age. It's worse with with age because, you know, I have senioritis on top of it. And uh, it's tough. So, I don't want to be Debbie Downer on this show. But I want to tell my story. And that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Um, I guess there's nothing you can say about ADHD except do your best to try to try to make it better through medication or maybe there's other ways I don't know um I had a combination of things so for other people they may be able to compensate for it They don't have the OCD. They don't have the broken family. So they're able to compensate or laugh about it or joke about it. And they don't have a job like I have where I have to write manuals and documentation. Dyslexia really didn't hit me until second grade. So I began to just take the tests longer, reread things, 
all of that. So my last hope is that I could help other people. There's no peace. Uh, but I'm probably rambling too much. I might cut a lot of this out. But one thing I want to make clear is that ADHD is a horrible disease. And it can lead to anxiety disorder, depression, low self-esteem. So if I got a wish, that's what I would wish. Take away my ADHD. Or ADD. I'm sick of going back and forth. I mean, I was hyper sometimes. So everybody is. So I'd rather just call it ADD. ADD and me. But like the gang of the Wizard of Oz, when they first saw Oz, how mean and, and awful he was, that's the kind of fear I have when I just get into any social situation. I overcome it sometimes, sometimes I don't. The OCD. When I was, I was starting to say, uh, my father moved us to Alabama in 1970. I was 11 years old. And soon after that, I developed rituals. And, um, it was a horrible thing for me. I got it under control a little bit. It might be the new medicine I'm on. Um, but lately it's been mostly pictures of my children. I don't look at them just in the right way and Definitely something bad's going to happen to them or me or whoever. I line things up. I put things in place. My son has a little bit of it, uh, but he's okay with it. I mean, he'll just dwell on something for a week and, and then forget about it. Um, NF has it. <laughs> in his song, uh, Leave Me Alone. Talks about his OCD. Uh, another bad part. I uh, started getting into hand washing. I had to get every germ off me. I didn't. I didn't know why. I just had to. And. For some reason, I decided to go and join this bowling league with my father's friend. And all day Sunday, I would be dreading the fact that I have to take a shower. Because showers weren't much better than hand washing. They were a lot worse, actually. There are a lot more rituals involved with the shower. To this day, I hate taking showers because of that. I don't like running water. 
I would spend literally an hour in the bathroom washing my hands. It was crazy. And, uh, one day <laughs> I used to get water on the floor and my father hated that. I didn't want to clean it up because it was dirty. So one day I was going to go bowling. And I finished my shower and got the floor soaked. And thought I walked in and did, Bob, what did you do? And he came up to me and he punched me right in the nose. First time my father ever really hit me. He punched me right in the nose, and I was bleeding. Oh, but I had to go. To, I had to go bowling. I had to go bowling. So we covered up the blood, and Jimmy Evans picked me up, and uh, we went bowling. I don't know. I'm trying to get it and stay in the moment. All all that stuff. Difficult. I I have come to a point where I do control it pretty well now by myself, but it's it's bad. It's really bad, and I know other people. There used to be a guy where I worked. He would spend an hour parking his old piece of junk car just right. I mean, literally, probably twenty minutes. You get out of the car, you check every little thing. The door, the handles, everything. And he walked away. One step, two step. Up, oh, gotta go back. Gotta check it again. Yeah, everything, I go around the car, check everything, windshield. Uh, one step, two step. Up, oh, gotta go back. Gotta try it again. And we actually made fun of him. Which was cruel. Well, the ritual man. <laughs> I know a couple of people. Uh, one guy I used to work with, you know, he would really scrub like he was going to do an operation. And then there was another guy that had to straighten all his cans in his drawer and lock it every time. And then make sure his chair after he left, that his chair for his cubicle was straight, perfect, or else something bad would happen, right? Right, everybody? Everybody out there that does this, something bad will happen, something tragic. The only bad thing that's happening is that you have to suffer. I have a lot of happier moments now with my medication and even this show makes me happier doing this. Uh, but I don't want to make light of two horrible things, OCD and ADD. I don't know how many people have both, but it's not a good idea. I do believe in a higher power. I pray to him, not the prayers I used to do ritually, but I ask him for help. 
most of the times he helps or I help myself somehow. I'm not a church goer. My son is a pastor. <laughs> I don't blame him. He, he, I, my, my wife is anxiety ridden. I'm anxiety ridden. I mean, literally, we should not have had kids. If I knew what I knew today, I, I wouldn't have. I'm glad I did, though. I loved them so much. And my grandchildren, they're so cute. Um, I have joy in my life, but it's hard. You gotta work at it. Everybody has to work at it. I'm not discounting other people who maybe have mild ADD or mild dyslexia or something else that causes them grief and anguish and I don't know. Causes them not to be a social butterfly. <laughs> Whatever that is. I just want to tell you it's bad. So next time somebody tells you that they have ADD don't say that you have it. Please. That just dismisses them. Oh yeah, I have it too. You can get rid of it by taking cannabis. Cannabis. Good for panic attacks, everything. Snake oil. I don't know. Maybe like Gigi Langer said that maybe I chose this life to overcome all these issues. But, again, I'm not here to discourage people that have it. I'm here to tell you it's bad and you got a need to take care of it. And that may be the reason why they're bullying you or not treating you with respect. 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 That's something. They're not being yourself. I don't want that either. I want to be honest and true. We don't get a lot in this life. But we do get honesty and truth. If we want it. And I, and I did. I am a, I, I had a blessed life. I grew up in America, and uh, we we were just happy, sort of. Then I grew up. Then I had responsibility: houses, babies, wives. My wife always degraded me, spoke badly about me. And for what? Because I had a problem and I don't talk the talk. I don't bullshit. 
I mean, I was a basket case. And I came back and I'm strong now. I put up with everything. I have to dump it every once in a while like today, but I'm strong. What the hell is wrong with us? When are we going to grow up? Because we are a fucking mess. We can't talk about, we can't talk about mental illness. We can't. We can't get help. We'd rather die on a couch at 49 years old because he drank 17 bottles of vodka. Is that the answer? Yeah, well, it is temporarily until the next fix. And if you don't think you guys do it, <laughs> I guess again, you do it. Cover up the pain. You cover up the humanity. You cover up everything that's good. You seem to cover up. What do we want? What do we want? What do people want? Power, money, what? For what? I played that in that song. He, he reads power and money. He, he's not happier because he's got an illness. I'm sorry he doesn't take medication. He should. But he does have an illness. And he's trying to get through it by singing. And praying. Well... I talked 50 minutes. Oh, I'm probably going to cut half of it out. But that's it. That's the way I feel about my ADHD and my OCD. And you heard what I went through. With my major depression. So from now on. Can't hope to listen to anything I say. I'm going to interview people. I'm going to talk to every person I can who has a story of recovery. I do. I have a story of recovery. I think I can make you happier. Isn't that strange? I think I can make you happier because I know how unhappy and crappy I was. And to get to this point, this point in time where I can have pleasure in the moment. What I do a lot is I look back because you know what? When you look back at a great moment, there's no mental illness to get in the way. You can look back at it and not feel bad. I've talked enough. It's like 40 minutes. Please listen to my broadcast. Please try to understand what you can do to help yourself. This country is 
19th in happiness. <laughs> it's not good enough. You need more holidays, vacations, smaller work week, work at home. I wish I knew so many years ago. That's why I keep talking about NF. NF has figured it out. It took me 61 years. He did it in 24. You don't have to listen to his rap. Listen to his lyrics. Look at his lyrics. There's so many people that can overcome these things. I just started at such a low level and And I, I am happy. A lot of the time, weekends are happy. Even if I'm by myself, I'm happy. I have no need for companion. I mean, I, I mean, I have a need for companionship, but I, it's okay. My life is okay. Um, I don't know if I should say thanks for listening, but. I certainly did ramble. Maybe I cut a few pieces out that make sense. We'll have a show. I love you guys. Your heroes. All of you. Just being the human being makes you a hero. But to go through the mental pain that we go through just makes you great. You're great. So help me to help you. Please. Talk to people and tell them to listen. It will be entertaining. It won't be like this. <laughs> One interview after another and people recovering and talking about it. I want to thank everyone that follows this broadcast. In conclusion, I just want to say you can overcome everything. But you have to want to. You have to want to get better. That's the thing. I don't want you to give up. Because you can get better. I could even get better. Alright, there's no good way to end this show. I just, um, thanks for listening to my rambling. I'll try to cut out some kind of a show out of this and come back and listen. It's a good show. It's going to be a great show. So have a good week. And we'll see you next time on Over the Rainbow. Achieving mental health for real. Love you guys.